This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of my podcast. This is week four of our four straight week NFL preview leading up to week one of the regular season. In the first three episodes of this NFL preview, we reviewed all 32 teams in the NFL, told you a little bit about what we like about each team, what we don't like about each team. We gave you some over-under win total plays for the season, predicted all of the division winners, predicted all of the playoff teams, predicted a Super Bowl champion, and then some individual awards such as MVP and others as well. So yeah, in these three weeks, we've really gotten into this NFL season, given a complete breakdown, what to look forward to, our predictions. We're really excited for week one, which is pretty much here. Opening night is this Thursday, September 10th, while opening Sunday is the 13th. It's crazy how fast it feels like football came this year, but I'm really excited that it's here. Now, in this fourth episode of our preview, we're just going to be giving a week one breakdown of some of the matchups that we're interested in and the betting angles that we will be taking on those matchups. So yeah, let's get into it and let's start right at the beginning and that is opening night, Thursday, September 10th, the Chiefs against the Texans in Kansas City. Now, Kansas City is a team that I really like this year. I broke that down in the past episodes, everything that I like about this team. I think this is a team that's going to win the AFC again this year. I think they're going to be the best team in football in the regular season. I think they'll be the one seed in the AFC and have the best overall record. They're just loaded with talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball, but their defense is not bad either. They are, of course, the defending Super Bowl champs from last year, led by quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and they will be taking on the Houston Texans, led by Deshaun Watson. Both Mahomes and Watson getting big contracts extended this offseason. I think these are two of the three best quarterbacks in the NFL, along with Russell Wilson, and the Texans are a team that I do have making the playoffs this year and that is 100% because of Deshaun Watson. I really don't love their team on paper, the depth of their roster, but when you have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, he can carry a team to the playoffs and I think that is what he's going to do this year. But looking at just this matchup in particular, I do think that this is a game that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win. The spread on this game right now is nine and a half points. It's not a spread that I'm looking to take. I do think that the Chiefs are going to win and I would not be surprised if they won by double digits, but that is a line that we are going to stay away from. So on opening night, the play that we are going to be making is the over. The over right now is 54.5, and we're going to take the over on this Chiefs and Texans game. Two great quarterbacks, as I said, two good offenses, the Chiefs being the best offense in football. The Chiefs defense is decent, not great, not bad. The Texans defense, I would say, is below average for sure. I think that the Chiefs are going to kind of have their way with the Texans defense and be able to go up and down the field. And I think Deshaun Watson will be able to respond with some scoring of his own. Over 54.5, predicting the score to be something like 31-24 or 34-23, something like that for a Chiefs victory. Okay, so that is our play for opening night on Thursday. And now let's move into the games that we like on Sunday. The first matchup that we're going to be looking at is the Chicago Bears 
Bears against the Detroit Lions. The Chicago Bears announced that they will be starting the season with quarterback Mitchell Trubisky as their starting quarterback. There was a quarterback battle in camp between Trubisky and Nick Foles. At least for now, Trubisky has won the right to start week one. We'll see how it goes from there. If he can play better than last year, maybe they'll keep giving him a shot. Any sign of trouble, they do have Nick Foles waiting, who I think they would go to after a few weeks if Trubisky doesn't look so good out of the gate. But for now, it will be Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback for the Bears, a highly motivated Trubisky. He needs to play a lot better than he did last year, or he's going to get cut at the end of this season. So yes, this is a very big year for Trubisky. They're giving him one more chance to try to prove his worth. We will see how that works out for Trubisky, but looking at this Bears team as a whole, this was a team that two years ago was a good team. Last year, they had a very down year. In particular, their defense. Two years ago, it was one of the best defenses in the league. Last year, not so much. I expect them to bounce back this year and have a much better year than they did last year. I think they have a couple of weapons on offense. As long as they can get some decent quarterback play and don't turn the ball over, I think their defense can return to a much higher level and be one of the better defenses in the league with guys like Khalil Mack, who's maybe the best pass rusher in football. If not, he's definitely on that short list. And safety Eddie Jackson, who's one of the best in the business as well. The Bears will be looking to get off to a good start. Mitchell Trubisky will be looking to get off to a good start. And they will be playing the Detroit Lions, who it seems like every year the Detroit Lions lately have been getting a lot of love preseason. A lot of people like them as a sleeper team. And to be honest with you, I don't see it at all. Last year, they got off to a pretty good start and people started saying that they're a pretty good team, maybe better than their record says. I never really believed in the Lions last year. I don't believe in them this year either. I think Stafford is a decent starting quarterback, but I think he's shown in his career to this point that he's not the guy who's going to get this team over the hump. They really have not much to talk about at all on the defensive side. And then I think their weapons on offense are decent at best. So when I look at this game between the Bears and Lions, interestingly, the Lions are three and a half point favorites. That's probably because, like I said, a lot of people have, for some reason, picked the Lions as a sleeper team this year to maybe make a big jump from what they were last year. I disagree. I think that the Bears should be favored in this game, and therefore I will be taking the Chicago Bears plus 3.5 in this game. For me, I think it's definitely a great value line because, like I said, I think that the Bears should be the favorite here. They're giving the Bears three and a half points, so I will definitely take that. Chicago Bears plus 3.5. Okay, so let's move on to our next game, and it is another NFC North battle between the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. The Packers had a very interesting year last year. They had a huge season in terms of wins and losses, but then a lot of their other metrics can definitely raise an eyebrow for how they may look this year. Last year, I think that they overperformed. They were statistically the worst 13-win team in the history of the NFL. And for me, when I look at a big red flag moving into this season, last year, the Green Bay Packers were 8-1 and one in one-score games. That's a very impressive record, but not a sustainable record. The league average of one-score games, the good teams win 55-60% to 60% of one-score games. The Packers went 8-1 last year. You could call it impressive. You could call it lucky. It's just not a recipe for sustained success. I think that the Packers' record was better than they were last year. I think they are going to have a regression this year. I actually do not even think that the Packers are going to be a playoff team this year. And 
they open the season against the Minnesota Vikings, a team that I believe will make it into the playoffs. They are going to be relying heavily on running back Dalvin Cook. I have him as the projected rushing yard champion for this upcoming season. I think he's going to have a big day week one, get started on the right foot, and I think that the Minnesota Vikings are going to roll over the Packers. That is going to be our third play for week one, and that is the Minnesota Vikings minus two and a half. Okay, so moving on to our fourth game, we're looking at the Seattle Seahawks and the Atlanta Falcons. This line is strange to me. The Seahawks are only one and a half point favorites. I think the Seahawks should be favored by more. The Seahawks were one of the best teams in football last year, and I expect them to be even better this year with Russell Wilson and young stud receiver DK Metcalf having more and more time to work together, develop more chemistry. I think they're going to be a dangerous duo this year. They ran the ball very well last year. I think they'll continue to do so this year. And then on defense, they improved by adding all pro safety Jamal Adams. So the Seahawks team is a team that I really like this year. A lot of people look at the Falcons as a competitive team. I, on the other hand, do not. I think the best case for the Falcons this year is going something like eight and eight, but I see them more as like a six win type of team. Again, a lot of other people are big on the Falcons going into this year as they were last year and last year the Falcons disappointed as well. So for this game, I will definitely be taking the Seahawks minus the 1.5 because I think they should be favored by a lot more than that. So we think this is a great value line to have the Seahawks to only have to win by two and we will definitely be taking that. Okay, so far we have a Thursday night pick and then we followed that with three picks for opening Sunday, three day games, and now we are going to move into primetime. Starting with Sunday night football, we have the Dallas Cowboys against the Los Angeles Rams with the first game in the LA Rams new stadium out in Los Angeles. The Rams are a team that I'm a little bit confused about what direction they're going in. They're very invested in quarterback Jared Goff, who has a huge contract to be the quarterback of this team. He's looked up and down at times. He seems to be a guy who needs a lot of weapons around him. And the Rams got rid of two of his bigger weapons that he's had to this point in wide receiver Brandon Cooks, who is now on the Houston Texans, and running back Todd Gurley, who is now on the Atlanta Falcons. So an up and down Goff, who's looked good at times, has looked really bad at times. They're taking away some of his firepower on offense, which I think is going to really hurt Jared Goff and this Rams team. They do have two superstars on the defensive side of the ball in Aaron Donald, who is possibly the best overall player in the entire NFL and one of the best cornerbacks in football in Jalen Ramsey. But besides those two guys, I look at their defense as average at best, probably below average besides the two superstars. And then when you look at the team that they're playing in the Dallas Cowboys, there's not much that I don't like about the Dallas Cowboys going into this year. They changed head coaches, bringing in Mike McCarthy, a Super Bowl winning coach. They have Dak Prescott at quarterback, who is playing for a huge contract that he'll be looking for in this next offseason, which he did not get in this past one. Instead, he'll be playing on the franchise tag. So a highly motivated Dak Prescott, who I actually picked to win the MVP this season. Obviously, one of the best running backs in football in Ezekiel Elliott, a stacked wide receiver core, a great offensive line. And then on defense, they made some additions to the defensive line, bringing in some tackles, bringing in some pass rushers, made some strong moves there. They have two really good linebackers 
in Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch. So yeah, they're very strong at pretty much every position grouping except maybe the defensive backs. And the defensive backs aren't even a bad unit. They're not as good as the rest of the units on this team. But as a whole, the defensive secondary is not bad. I'd say that they're average, maybe slightly below average, but it's not a bad secondary. It's just if you had to pick a weakness for this Cowboy team, it's probably the secondary. But how good they are everywhere else more than makes up for what they may be missing a little bit in the secondary. So again, I like pretty much everything about this Cowboy team. I'm in limbo about how to even feel about the Rams this year. I don't think they're all that good. I think they're more of an 8-8 eight and eight type team, while I think the Cowboys are a legit Super Bowl contender this year. So on Sunday Night Football in the first game out in the new stadium in LA, I will be taking the Cowboys to win over the Rams, and the line there is minus 2.5 for the Cowboys. So that completes our Thursday game and our Sunday slate, and we will move move on now to Monday Night Football. There is a double header on Monday night for week one, but we are just going to be looking at one of those games, and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers against the New York Giants. Look, I think the New York Giants are just a complete mess. They were really bad last year, one of the worst defenses in all of football, and they really didn't do much at all to improve that defense this year. You could almost make a case that they're even worse this year than they were last year. So the defense is going to be very bad. They don't really have anything there that I like at all. And then when you look over on the offensive side, sure, they improved the offensive line a little bit, but they didn't get Daniel Jones any more weapons. They still have a very weak receiving core with, in my opinion, they have three slot number three receivers, no one or two receivers. Of course, they do have Saquon Barkley in the backfields, but that's not going to be enough to, in my opinion, even make the Giants relevant at all this year. I expect them to have a very bad season, a very down year and I think they are going to be one of the worst teams in football this year which is why in my NFC preview episode I picked the Giants under six total wins for the season and I honestly think that is going to cash easily I think this Giants team is just a mess so let's look at their opponent the Pittsburgh Steelers the Pittsburgh Steelers made a run last year and almost made it to the playoffs they just missed despite missing quarterback Big Ben Roethlisberger he will be returning this year he will be there week one. That is a great improvement from Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges, who were their quarterbacks last year. If they got close to the playoffs last year with those two quarterbacks, I think they're definitely going to get there this year with Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think Ben Roethlisberger is going to be a stud this year, but he will definitely be a huge improvement for this Steelers team who already has maybe the best defense in all of football. If they're not the best, they are right up there. Pass rusher, T J. Watt is one of the best in the business, and last year, ever since they added Minka Fitzpatrick to their secondary, it took them to a whole new level of defense. So with Ben Roethlisberger coming back, with that defense expected to be just as good, if not better, this year, I do like the Steelers' outlook for the season, and I definitely like the Steelers over the Giants week one. The spread is five and a half. I'll definitely take that. If the spread was bigger than that, I would have taken that too. So the Steelers minus five and a half over the Giants. So that wraps up our week one plays. And to review, we have Chiefs Texans over 54.5, Chicago Bears plus three and a half, Minnesota Vikings minus two and a half, the Seattle Seahawks minus one and a half, the Dallas Cowboys minus two and a half, and the Pittsburgh Steelers minus five and a half. So that's six plays total. And with those six plays, that 
is going to wrap up our week one preview. It's also going to wrap up our four consecutive weeks of NFL previews leading up to this season. It's been a lot of fun looking forward to this season. I'm super excited that it's finally here. Throughout the season, we will definitely be having more NFL podcasts. We will definitely be having more betting plays on a week-to-week basis. If you follow us on Twitter, at Adam Hulse Sports, we add plays all the time on there. We give news and updates on there to make sure you're up to date with everything we've got going on and all the plays that I put out. Make sure you follow me again on Twitter, at Adam Hulse Sports. For the podcast next week, we are going to be looking at all of the sports in general because it's actually a pretty major event in sporting in the U.S. It'll be the first time that all four major sports, hockey, football, basketball, baseball, will all be going on at the same time. So next week's podcast will kind of look at a little bit of everything, look at all four. It could be the only time that happens that all four major sports will be playing at the same time. So again, next week podcast we'll just kind of take a look around the four leagues and give an update on everything that's going on maybe give some predictions of what's going to happen in those leagues moving forward i hope you join me for that but until then this has been adam hulse thanks again for listening